Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. See, God wants to work in our hearts to love people, right? And, and you know, Alan Redpath said, the conversion of a soul is the miracle of a moment, but the making of the man of God is the work of a lifetime, right? To accept Jesus as your Savior, that's a moment, right? But the transformation that God wants to do in our lives is a lifetime process, and quite often that happens in obscurity. People don't see it. People don't know. But here's what Jesus taught. Whoever is faithful in the little, I will entrust him with more. And see, that's not only true in the kingdom of God, it's true at every company. You work at a company, and you're faithful in the little, and you do your best, and you're the hardest worker there, right? Your boss is going to promote you. Why? Not because he likes you. He's lazy. If you can do more, he'll give you more, right? But if you can't, he won't, <laughs> right? And, and, and so God wants us to understand that he sees who we are on the inside. In verse 6, it says, And so it was when they came that he looked at Elab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before you. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. We're so prone to judge people on the outward appearance, right? But God is not impressed by what we think about people and how important they are. Luke, Luke 16, 15, Jesus said, and what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God, right? Just because people think somebody's important doesn't mean God thinks they're important. And really, this life is like a vapor. What matters is what God thinks, right? He's the one that judges throughout eternity. And verse 7, when he said, man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. See, the Lord looks at your heart and what's going on inside of you. Did you know that? That he cares about, and he sees what's going on in you. And in fact, in 2 Chronicles 16, 9, he says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. See, God has always been looking for people who have a heart towards God, a heart that's loyal towards God. And the problem is, is that our hearts, they're, they're tricky, right? We're told that in the Bible that our hearts are deceitful. In Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Now, what does that mean? Well, it's hard to describe a deceitful heart, but it kind of reminds me of when my kids were two years old and I would take them down the aisle uh, at the grocery store. And they're just grabbing stuff off the shelf, throwing it in the cart. They don't even know what it is. They're grabbing things, opening it, biting, taking a bite out of it, right? They don't know it. And you got to tell them, no, stop that, stop that, right? That's a picture of the human heart. You're just going through life, grabbing things, taking a bite out. What does this smell like? What does this taste like? What is, right? Hey, let's smoke this, snort that, whatever, drink this. But we have to tell our heart, hey, you can't just have free reign, right? And, and important to know that our hearts can mislead us. And I think even more important is to ask ourselves, where is my heart today? Where is the direction that my heart is leading me? See, David said, my heart was not born uh, as a man after God's own heart. In Psalm 51.5, he said, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. So David didn't start out a man after God's own heart. He said, hey, I was a sinner. David sinned. David fell in sin. But David's heart was towards God in that 
he repented, right? He, 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 he cared about what God thought. And, you know, David's heart was always, uh, you know, someone who wanted to do what was right. In Psalm 119.11, he said, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Why did David repent and Saul didn't? Saul made excuses. David repented. Well, because David put God's word in his heart, right? And when things, uh, when David did something wrong, there was this, you know, check in his spirit because he hidden God's word in his heart and he recognized it's wrong and, and I need to ask God for forgiveness. We live in a weird society where they tell people there's no right and wrong and people believe it, right? That's gotta be the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Even when I was an atheist, if someone were to tell me there's no right and wrong, I'm like, well, if I slap you in the face, is that right or wrong? I mean, I mean it's, just, it's just idiotic, right? Yet we're teaching it in, anyway. In Psalm 119.9, David said, how can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. That's why it's so important to read the word. That's why I love to read the word. That's why I try to read it every day, right? Because God's word cleanses our hearts. When David was confronted with his sin, he repented. In Psalm 51.4, he said, against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. See, this is a characteristic of David's life. David felt conviction when he did wrong, and he repented. See, everybody's a sinner, but not everybody feels conviction and repented. We read last week, Saul was confronted with his sin. He blamed everybody else. David was confronted with his sin, and he said, you're right, I'm wrong, and he repented. Right? Those are the choices for all of us. David would say in Psalm 51.10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I love that. We used to sing that song at church. I'd come to church and sing that. Oh, yes, Lord, create me a clean heart, right? Cleanse my heart from all the bad things, bad choices. And Lord, help me, change me to, that I would hate evil and love good, right? Jesus said in Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. See, in other words, to see God's plan for your life more clearly, it's important to have a pure heart. That's what Jesus said, right? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And David understood that, when our hearts are not pure, we have a hard time seeing the truth. David even understood, even when he is seeking God, that we have blind spots, right? There are things that we can't see about ourselves. That's important to note. And, you know, when you're driving your car, there's a blind spot. You all know that? One of my son knows it. He didn't see it, and he couldn't turn around, and he right ran into another car. And so, but now, uh, because we're moving towards that movie Wally, we have blind spot monitoring for all Americans uh, as you get a newer car. And, uh, and the blind spot monitoring is, since you're so lazy that you can't do this, then we have a little light on our wherever it is that tells you there's a car there, right? Now, that's what God wants to do for you. He wants to do blind spot monitoring for you in your spiritual life. In Psalm 139, 23, David said, Search me, O God, and know my heart, and try me and know my thoughts. See, David was saying, God, there are blind spots, and I don't know them, and I can't see them. So, God, I'm asking you to show me the truth about myself. Show me those blind spots. Show me those areas in my life that are wrong. Lord, if, I'm, if I have a problem with gossip or unforgiveness or bitterness or lying or whatever it is, sexual immorality, Lord, show me and help me, right? Uh, Jesus said in Luke 6.45, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. See, God also gives us that insight that how can you know what's going on in your heart? Well, what comes out of your mouth? And, and I've shared with you so many times, you know, many of the early years of my marriage, I would say things to my wife. She would say, that's mean. I would say, well, I didn't mean it. And she would say, yes, you did. Jesus said, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. <laughs> I hated that verse, right? <laughs> Tomorrow's our 36th uh, wedding anniversary, right? And, and now, now I love Luke 6, 45, because now 
She doesn't ever say that to me anymore. She doesn't say to me, why did you say that? And I didn't say I didn't mean it. And then she says, yes, you did. Because I started praying, Lord, cleanse my heart. Lord, help me to, to not say things that are, that are hurtful to people, right? And so David sang songs from his heart. That's what was in his heart, what came out. Psalm 42, verse 1, as a deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. We used to sing that song in church, so it's such a good church. And, you know, David loved God, wanted to obey God, wanted to serve God, and that came out in his songs because that's what was in his heart. Now, the Bible tells us that we should be concerned about what's in our heart, and we need to guard our hearts. In Proverbs 4, 23, he says, above all else, Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Did you know that? That everything in your life flows from what's in your heart. And that's why if your heart becomes polluted, if you don't guard it, and you fill it with, you know, sewage and toxins and all kinds of bad things, your whole life gets polluted, right? And what happens when you, when you, you know, just put filth into your heart? What happens? Well, everything in your life comes out of that, and so your life gives off a bad odor, right? And, and you've all been around people. Now, I'm not talking about the kind that, you know, play football after church, and then you sit down with them. Not that kind of bad odor, but, right, just that their life is just like, ugh, it's just bad. Now, the Bible says that God wants you to have a life that your life is like a sweet fragrance, right? And, 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 and it comes from your heart. And it's so important that when God works in your life that you recognize he wants to cleanse your heart, he wants to cause your life to be a sweet-smelling fragrance. In 2 Corinthians 2, 14, he says, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. That when you go someplace, that if you have a pure heart, you love God, God wants your life to be like a sweet-smelling aroma wherever you go. You walk in the room, people are like, Oh, we're so glad you're here, right? We've talked about this. You all have relatives. When they come over, you're like, Ugh, <laughs> right? That isn't how God wants us to be. He wants us to love people, to be the light of the world, to be a blessing, right? So what do you do if your heart's already polluted? Well, Psalm 119.9, he said, how can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word, right? To know what God's word says and to do accordingly, right? David wasn't sinless. He was a, a, a man who loved God, but he sinned, right? And, and, but his heart was to please God. And, you know, all of us, when you think about your life, if you're here at church, you probably want to serve God, but sometimes we get involved in things we shouldn't be. We say things we shouldn't be. Sometimes we even get addicted to things we shouldn't be. And what do we need to do? We need to take heed according to God's word, right? We need to pray as David prayed, change my heart, O oh God, and God can do that. And that's one of the most powerful truths that you can know is that whatever addiction or problem you have in your life, God can set you free. And that's, how, that's why I'm here. I prayed and said, God, if you can help me to not love all those evil things that I love, then change my heart, and I'll follow you. But if not, then I'm not going to be able to be a Christian. And, and God changed my heart, right? I would pray, Lord, help me to hate evil, right? And, and then I begin to pray, Psalm 51.10, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I prayed every day, Lord, clean my heart. Cleanse me, Lord, forgive me. Help me to follow you. And the first step to a clean life is accepting Jesus as your Savior, to be born again. And if you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, that's the first step, is to pray and to admit, I'm not perfect, I'm a sinner, and, and you either get to choose, am I going to be like Saul and blame other people for my sin, or am I going to be like David, and am I going to repent and acknowledge, yes, I, I need forgiveness. I, I, I have made mistakes, and I need God to forgive me, and I want God to cleanse my heart, and I want my life to be a sweet-smelling fragrance wherever I go, right? And so you all get to choose that. And how do we do that? How do you begin that relationship with Jesus? Well, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. 
In other words, you believe in your heart that, that you are a sinner and that Jesus died on the cross for your sin, and you say, Lord, I want to be forgiven. I want you to cleanse my heart. And, and that's such a great feeling when you, when you acknowledge Jesus. You acknowledge that God has a plan for your life. He loves you. He sent Jesus to pay the price for your sin. You can be forgiven. You can be washed clean. That's so good, right? Everybody wants to have a clean heart, a clean mind. Who wants to have a filthy mind and a filthy heart, right? I mean, that's, that's not good, right? And, and what do you have to do? You, well, as, as the Bible said, you just confess with your mouth. You just pray and say, Lord, forgive me. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.